Hello, everybody. What's going on? Welcome to the most must-hear podcast, Big Mouth, Small Words, Sports Talk. Hey, when last we talked, I had a lot of things to say. Got fired up about UFC 229. I got uh, talking about the Boston Red Sox, what was going to happen with them. By the way, they, they won game three pretty damn convincingly, which I predicted. And uh, we talked about the Bruins. Bruins won. Duff wasn't 100% right, but he was right about the win, absolutely. And uh, where are we at right now? I'll tell you where we're at. I talked about the NFL. I said I was going to do a segment called Who's Real and Who's Fake. I'm going to go over every division and uh, see who the leader of that division is. And I'm going to let you know if they're real or if they're just a flash in the pan. And then we're going to see if at the end of the year I'm right about any of my picks. I'll probably revisit this maybe halfway through the year as well. So we'll start with the AFC East. Right now you got the Pats sitting up there. Um, they're ahead of the Dolphins. They're 3-2. and two. The Dolphins are 3-2. and two, But really they're only ahead of them because they won. Um, against them head-to-head straight up. So, and also the Patriots are 3-1 and one in the conference, and Miami is 3-2 and two in the conference. So, the Bills are 2-3, and three, the Jets are 2-3. and three. The, the Bills are going to end up being last in this division. I don't know how they're only a game out, but, I mean, that's just the way it is sometimes. Um, yeah, the Patriots are going to own this division. We kind of all knew that from the beginning. Everybody seems to understand that that's the way this is going to go down. The Patriots at three and two is kind of crazy, but that's where they're at right now. That's what I mean. You know, I'm looking at the <laughs> I'm looking at the points right now. The Buffalo Bills have scored 63 points on the year, and they've allowed 118. <laughs> so the Bills at two wins is absolutely hilarious. But uh, yeah, no, the Patriots are real. They win the AFC East. That's staying the same. That's not going to change. AFC North. Now, this is interesting. This is absolutely crazy and interesting. You've got the Cincinnati Bengals at 4-1, and one, sitting atop the North. Then you've got the Ravens as the second team. They're 3-2. and two. They lost to the Bengals, and they also lost to the team below them, the Browns. Browns are 2-2-1, two, two and one, and the Steelers are in last. Now, I can tell you pretty confidently that the Steelers are not going to end it last in this division. As a matter of fact, they can make a run at any moment. I think everybody knows that. So, um, geez, this one's a tough one. My heart for sure says the Bengals. The Bengals have a hard schedule coming up, though. But um, I would say the Bengals are going to keep this division as well. It's going to be rough. The Ravens, I think, I'm, I see this division going out as Bengals, Steelers, Ravens. Browns. That's how I look at it. But Cleveland is is doing well. They're they're getting it going. So I say the Bengals are for real. I say they sit atop the North at the end. AFC South teams. Now the Titans are at number one. Jags number two. Houston number three. Colts number four. Let me tell you something. The Texans I had predicted in the beginning of of all of this when I was talking about football on the podcast. I said the Titans were going to take a step back. I said they're just not that good. They're overhyped, all that. They come out kind of strong, 3-1. It blew my mind. I don't know how they keep winning these games. 
But then they go out, play Buffalo, and get smoked. Not smoked. They lost by a point, but pathetic game. Horrible game. Game that you should win. The Titans, no. The Titans are are fake. They're not going to be sitting atop that division. As a matter of fact, I see the Titans finishing third in that division. I think that... This sounds crazy. I think Houston wins that division. Even though they're two and three. I just, I don't, I have this feeling that Houston's just kind of piecing it together and figuring it out. And Bortles is taking a step back for Jacksonville. Their defense is amazing. But until Bortles figures it out, I'm going to say that Tennessee is fake. They finish third in the division. I say Houston finishes first. That's my prediction. You got the AFC West. Chiefs undefeated. 5-0, real deal. Then you got the Chargers at number two at three and two. You got the Broncos at two and three. You got the Raiders at one and four. The Raiders are going to stay just where they at right now. That's no doubt in my mind about that. And the Chiefs are going to stay just where they are. There's no doubt in my mind about that. Now, in the, before I had said that the Chiefs were going to take a little bit of a step back, and I thought this was the Chargers' year, but from watching the Chargers, and I've watched every damn game. It's aggravating. They just they can't turn the corner. They just don't get it. They're 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 classic flash in the pan team. The Broncos are not going to gain ground either. Case Keenum is not enough. So the Chiefs are up top and they're going to stay there all year. That's happening. I'm going to go right to the National Football Conference, good old NFC. The NFC East. God, what a bowl of hot garbage we've got here. Jesus Lord. So you've got the Redskins at, in first at 2-2. Two and two. Jeez. Then you've got the Cowboys at 2-3. and three. You've got the Eagles at 2-3. and three. You've got the Giants at 1-4. and four. Now, I'll be honest here. Your guess is as good as mine as to who's going to win this division. I have no freaking idea. I really don't because they all suck. They suck. It's... <laughs> It's a joke. It's actually kind of hilarious because the Redskins are in first. They've only got 83 points on the year. And the two last teams, they got they got 83. The Redskins have 83 points. The Dallas Cowboys have 83 points. They're in second. And the Eagles have 103 points. The Giants have 104. Crazy shit. Crazy shit. Now, the Giants are screwed. They're 0-3 in the conference already. They're 1-4. I'm going to say they're not going to make it. But the Cowboys, 2-2 two and two in the conference? I want to say the Eagles are the best team in that division. But they are just not playing right now. So in my head, I'm going to go Cowboys. I am not confident about that pick. They are not even that great of a team. But I don't know, man. They're 2-0 at home. They're 0-3 on the road. So... With that logic, shit. Eight wins might be enough to win that division. So I'm going to go Cowboys. I'm going to say Cowboys, Eagles, Redskins, Giants. That's how that division's going to go. Um, yeah, that's a rough one, though. That's a rough division to call. NFC North team. This one is also a rough division to call. Man, this this is a rough one. You've got the Bears on top at 3-1. and one. you got the Packers 2-2. Two two and one. Got the Vikings two two and one. Then you got the Lions at two three. So I think the Lions are going to stay where they're at. I think the Lions. 
I had said they're going to go 8-8 eight eight before. I believe that, too. I believe they're going to go 8-8. Eight eight. Um, now, this one's the weirdest one that I have to say. Because the Bears, I think, are for real. I don't think they're a flash in the pan. I think they're legit. But I also don't think they're going to win this division. So it's not their fault. They're doing their thing. I, I ain't trying to hate on them. I mean, they're 3-1 in the conference. They're doing everything right. But... I like the Vikings. I I said it in the beginning of the year, and I stick to it now through five games. I, I think the Vikings are legitimate. I think the Vikings are going to win that division. I think the Bears are going to end up finishing in third place in this division. I know that sounds crazy. I, I think it's going to go Minnesota, Green Bay, Chicago. But I think they're all going to be right there. And there's a chance that, I don't know, man. I, I think they're all going to be right there. Is what I'm going to tell you. So I'm going to say that the Vikings are going to win that division. NFC South. It was Listen, this is crazy too. So the Saints set atop 4-1. They're getting it going. They're 3-1 in the conference. They're in, a good, they're in a good position. They've won four in a row. The Panthers are 3-1. They're doing their thing. The Buccaneers are 2-2, two two, but they lost Fitzmagic. They... Have Winston back. They're they're gonna be a bit of a dumpster fire. The Falcons are one and four. Whoa, whoa! How the fuck did the Falcons go one and four? I think that I said they were gonna go twelve and four on the season. So, fuck me, that didn't happen. The Falcons blew it this year. They've been in every game. I, I'm gonna. I it's not. Well, listen, they weren't there against the Steelers the last game, but they lose in a heartbreaking fashion to the. Bengals the week before that they'd lose by I think a field goal they, they've been in games they just even the first game of the year against the Eagles they were right there and they just don't finish at the end so they could make a run but they won't I, I don't think they're finishing dead last but they're not gonna they're gonna be third in this division I think the Saints are going to win the division because of their running game I think they're gonna run Kamara and Ingram and then Breeze is going to set up play action. So I'm going to say the Saints are for real, but the Panthers are going to be nipping at their heels the whole time, I would say. And then the NFC West, I'm going to say you got the Rams at 5-0, the Seahawks at 2-3, Cardinals 1-4, 49ers 1-4. I don't know how all of that's going to play out. I do know the Rams are winning that division fairly easy. I mean, they just beat the Seahawks straight up in Seattle. That was Seattle's only hope. The Rams have already got 173 points on the year, which is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, I don't know if anyone else has. All the Saints are at 180, so the Saints are number one in points for 180. Are they? Chiefs got 175, so yeah, 180. They are. Yeah, the Saints highest scoring offense league right now. Yeah, it's um. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking right there. So Patriots are for real in their division. Bengals are for real. Titans are not for real. Chiefs are for real. Redskins are not for real. Bears are for real, but they're not going to win their division. Vikings will. Saints are for real, and Rams are for real. That's what I'm going to tell you. That's what I'm going to tell you. Also, the Bengals game, not this weekend against Pittsburgh, but Next weekend has been flexed from a 1 o'clock game to Sunday Night Football. 
Is that good or bad for the Bengals? I don't know. They're not that great in prime time. Hopefully they can figure it out. But um, that's a little bit of breaking news. Also, another little bit of breaking news is the UFC 230 card needed a main event, and they have it now. They've got November 3rd. You've got Daniel Cormier versus uh, Derek Lewis, and they're going to battle it out. I'm pretty sure you've got Luke Rockhold versus Wybin on that card too. It's They're trying to shape it up. It's not overly impressive right now. I really hope that Derek Lewis wins just because of his freaking... <laughs> just because of his last post-fight talk. I thought that was fantastic. Um, so yeah, that's the segment. We're going to see if we can keep doing this at some point. I'm going to get you to your Thursday Night Football matchup now. Now, normally what I would do with these Thursday night matchups is I'd give you the three keys to victory for what I'm looking for in each game. But with these two teams, I'm not going to lie, I'm not 100% on this division. I, I think it's slightly a joke. I'm sorry. I know that's kind of messed up to say. But, I mean, you got two eh, teams going at each other. I'm just going to give you a little bit of rundown. A couple things I wrote down just looking at everything from the way that I see it. Number one thing that has to happen if the Eagles are going to want to have a chance at all is is they need the penalties have got to stop. I mean, through five games, the Eagles are amongst the league leaders in penalties and the average yards they've given up. I mean, dude, they've had 43 total penalties. That's 395 yards. If they don't fix that, then they're going to go down. They also are going to have to protect wins, which brings me to the New York Giants pass rush or lack thereof. They're not great at that. They need to figure it out because I'm telling you right now, if 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 they can't if the Eagles can't protect once, this is gonna be bad. That's been a big problem with the Eagles so far this year, is that Wentz seems as soon as he came back, he's been running around, not knowing what he wants to do with the ball, and that gets him into trouble. And also with the Eagles they got to figure out what's going on with the ball. Now, JJ is out. I believe he tore his ACL, so he's done. Now, there's no Darren Sproles right now, but you need to figure out whether you're going to go with Corey Clement, whether you're going to go with Smallwood. You need to run the ball, and you need to figure out who your running backs are going to be, who's going to be the guy in that backfield, because the running back by committee works, but you got to get people into a zone. you got to get people going. So if you can't do that, that's going to be a problem for them. The young guys, I mean, listen, man, this has Super Bowl hangover written all over it with Philly. They just haven't looked that great. And I think a big part of that is is their young guys have got to figure it out, get some snaps, get production. Like the Eagles are just relying on, on a hurt on, on people that are hurt and they just like come on man they gotta figure it out Josh Sweat Josh Adams they just gotta figure it out they gotta get more involved <sighs> another thing with the Eagles is it's no secret that Jim Schwartz 
He likes to generate pressure with the front four. He likes to do that, let the linebackers roam, play coverage in the secondary. I get that, but it's not working consistently. It didn't work in the Super Bowl. It's not working now. They have 12 sacks through five games. It's time to draw up a blitz. For the love of God, Eagles, throw up a fucking blitz. And while you're at it, you're going to need to help the linebackers in pass coverage because the Giants have athletic tight ends. They got a pretty good running back. I'm not sure if you've ever heard of him, Saquon Barkley. He was questionable, but he's definitely going to play this game. The Giants are going to find ways to free them up and create mismatches. And I'm going to tell you right now, if the Eagles want to win, they are going to have to figure that out. They have got to help the linebackers in pass coverage because it's been killing them all year. I think at the end of the day, this game is going to come down to my last three points. You got to win in the trenches. The Eagles have got to keep Wentz upright, and that's the offensive line's job. They have to knock Eli Manning down to create pressure. That's the defensive line's job. I mean, both of these units have got to do what they got to do. It's, it's as simple as that. If Wentz is, is not getting pressured, I think the Eagles have got it. If Manning's not pressured, he's probably still going to throw a few picks, but they're probably going to get it going. It's as simple as that. I know it sounds simple, but it is the truth. The next thing is, is Philly's wide receivers have to win against the Giants' defense. The wide receivers have got to figure it out, dude. I mean, Alshon Jeffrey can't do everything himself. Zach Ertz is doing all right, but, I mean, they've got to do something. Shelton Gibson has not been doing shit, and he has to. I mean, it's just, there's a lot of times that once he makes great throws and his receivers have just got to help him out a little bit, man. They've got to figure it out. Wentz is completing less than 70% of his passes over the past two games, and honestly, it's not all of his fault, so they need to figure that out. And my last point is, it's and this is a simple one, is don't let OBJ go off. There have been instances where he has gone off and it still hasn't worked out for the Giants, but it took a 63-yard field goal for them to lose that game. More likely than not, it's, it's going to happen. If OBJ goes off, the Giants win. So, I mean, we've called him immature, but let's be honest. You know, OBJ, he's one of the best in the league. He's a problem. He's been a problem for the Eagles in the past. They know that. They can't let that trend continue Thursday. So if he goes off, it's going to be a long night. So what you got to do is it's very simple. It's all going to come down to these two QBs. I'm going to say Wentz wins that battle, even though it's in New York. I'm going to say the Eagles win. I fucking, I don't know what the hell I'm going to score this. Um, I don't know. You've got the 10th ranked defense against the 14th. I'm going to say this is kind of a defensive battle. I don't think anyone's really going to go off. So I'm going to say 21 to 14 Eagles. Boom. That's a podcast. I, this this matchup was rough for me to go over. I just wrote down a couple of little things because I don't know this division as well, just because, like I said before, not my favorite division. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how I do. I've been crushing on the Thursday nighters. So thank you for listening to Big Mouth Small Words Podcast. Have a good one.